Hey, pass me a beer. All right, can you hear me? I told you! Yeah, and it seems better. <laughs> turn your turn your phone sideways. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. We should require all guests to wear a fake beard if they don't have a beard. Hey, who wants to play Drink the Beard? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right, what do I win? Another beard. Eric is way too clean shaven to be on the Bearded Hops podcast. Just have a cup of coffee. Bear it is. Coffee? Beer. Yeah. I kill for a beer. <gasps> Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us on the Bearded Hops podcast. And uh, of course, I am your host, Adam. And uh, not from the not very cold at all uh, remote location, Chad. Yeah, broadcasting from uh, semi-warm Sebring, Florida tonight. I have left the the frozen tundra of Green Bay. Um to do a little bit of work travel and uh yeah got to, to pay the gotta, bills gotta pay the doing. bills and yeah. you know i'm sebring florida right down by the everglades so it's 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 warm i'm in shorts and a t-shirt um, i mean i'm not wearing pants but it has nothing to do with the warmth um oh so well i was i wasn't gonna say anything but <laughs> neither <am> i <laughs> so uh we did have some technical difficulties with the the wi-fi at uh chad's motel six so um hey now <laughs> So he's using his cell phone. So that's why it's going to may sound a little, little off. So, yeah, I'm sorry to the four or five listeners out there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and if you guys want to donate to his data plan that he's probably going to go over, you know, throw a few bucks our way. So, yeah. Uh, so now this also is a first for our show, um, having another person on. And so today we also have Eric, who is on the sessions podcast with us. Hi, Eric. Hello, everyone. Um, now, we do realize Eric is lacking a beard. We understand that. Um, now, yeah, Eric, is this, for, it, is this for a, you can't grow one? or? Yeah, it's a lack of being able to grow one, for sure. <laughs> all I right, well, grow one ne- at all. Next time, next time, a Santa Claus beard is required. All right, I'm in. <laughs> should, we, should we buy a Santa Claus beard and like sh- ship it to people? The thing's going to get disgusting. That, that'd be <laughs> hilarious, though. <laughs> I mean, see how much money you get for the the data fund. <laughs> right. Anything with the data fund will go to the Santa Claus beard. <laughs> yeah, see, he's, he's thinking. He's, he's, we're on the right track here. It, it actually it wouldn't even have to be. It could be a pirate beard, too. I mean, Ooh. it doesn't have to just be a beard. Right, so, facial then, hair. Then we could yeah. get the, the puffy shirt from Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> just go all out pirate. All up, I do have a pirate episode. When is National Pirate Day? Anybody got a computer to look that up? Um, so if you have new to the show, you haven't listened before, basically how we do this, we are going to crack a beer. Um, we're going to sniff it and taste it and do all that fun stuff. And we're going to ultimately rate it when we take our first sip. Then we're going to go on and talk about stuff and things, and then we're going to get halfway through. Once we're halfway through, we're going to stop talking about stuff and things. We're going to sniff, taste, and all that crap again and and say good, bad, ugly, getting better, getting worse. Then we're going to go on to the second half of the beer. And once we get to the bottom of that, we're going to shed a few tears, but not too many because we're just going to get a second beer. And we're going to finally rate it at the end and put it on untapped. Is everybody good with the rules of the show? I feel I feel like I'm like stating the rules of the game or something on here. I don't know. I think I missed point number two. Can you start yeah. over? Nope, I cannot. Um, so, um, who, who wants to tell them what beer we have today? 
I, I believe that's a hop slam ale. <laughs> for, those, for those not watching, Chad, you want to you want to? Oh yeah, use yeah, yeah. Words? Can, It is I a can, podcast. I can speak up. We are doing the recently released, limited release. Uh, well, I should say limited. It's seasonal. Bell's Hop Slam Ale. This is a double IPA brewed with honey. Honey, honey, honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're doing the Bell's Hop Slam Ale. Now, uh, Eric, have you had this before? No, I mean, not this be previous years. Yeah. I've had uh, the past two years, actually. Past two years. Nice. So I haven't had, this will be the first time for me. So you'll be able to tell us a comparison, mm-hmm. uh, what you think of it from, from previous years. Now, from, so what you had at 16 and 17? Correct. So did it change over those two years at all? Oh, absolutely. Um, last year was much sweeter um, and not so much up front on the hops that you would think would be within the beer, given the name. Yeah, with a double IPA. Right. Yeah. So um, first, yeah, looking at the can, I mean, I, I actually want, I actually might get one of these t-shirts because um, they do sell t-shirts with this this Hop Slam um, logo, I guess what you call it on it, with a dude buried in the hops. I like that. Yeah, the um, graphic is awesome. The graphic is really cool. And really, it's just the same graphic on two sides, and in the back is all the governmental. Hey, you shouldn't be drinking this if you're pregnant. anybody anybody pregnant here? Chad, you uh, good? Oh, I got. I mean, I got to leave this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, um, this is a this is a ten percent ABV. Woo. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So, I think multiple um, are definitely called for in this case. Um, and then, uh, what are the IBUs? I, it's not on the can. Anybody? It's not on their it's not on their website either. So the only place I mean untapped or uh uh well you go ahead and we'll let you you go and look look that up, sir. One thing I will say on the can, which is nice to see, they do have the independent. That's awesome. They have the independent logo there. And I don't know if you saw um either of you, but I, I did actually tweet the uh, association that does that independent craft brewery. Is that what they're called? Whatever. They had tweeted the other day that something like 43, I could be way off in these numbers, but 43% of Pennsylvania, I think it was, um, breweries had gotten this um, seal. And so I tweeted and asked them, I said, hey, does it cost? Because I'm, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, well, why haven't the rest of them? You know, like mm-hmm. there's got to be. Um, and they said, nope, doesn't cost anything. Um, you just have to sign basically this thing, agreement with them and let them know your barrels. And so that means if you're in or not, and then you get to use it. So anyway, don't know why we went on that, but we didn't. <laughs> well, while you were rambling on about whatever you were rambling on about, oh, uh, Bell's uh, Hop Slam Ale for 2018 is a 70, 70 IBU. So it's it's going to be it's it's going to be up there in the. Uh, Hoppy bitterness scale. Now, do you are you able to pull up uh, last year's? See if it changed at all. Uh, I did look at it. 20... I think I think every each it's year the they are it's the same. Okay, each year they are same. around ten percent. I think we're from what I've so, seen. So usually up there. Yeah. All of the hop slams except for the War Pigs edition are ten percent. War Pigs was eight point nine, eight point nine, eight point nine nine. Uh, no longer in production, but every hop slam back to 2006 is 10% and 70 IBUs. Nice. Now it also says on here on the back, um, 
that whoops I'm saying now there we go that okay so right there by where it says 10 percent alcohol that also says shelf life of three months um and i had watched some of the the videos on the bell's youtube page and they had actually said one of the questions was can you sell her this no like, yeah you you can um but you're not gonna you're the hoppiness like the the hop forwardness of it is gonna be it's not gonna work gone. So I, I don't I don't agree with anybody that says you can sell her an IPA. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't because for what we intend IPAs to be, but originally that's how IPAs were. That's why IPAs were made was for the British to be able to send to their troops in India. They, they hopped yeah. the hell out of them for preservative purposes. By the time they got there, they were able to drink them. They weren't happy at all. Well, but they they were drinking them just because it was beer. By the time they got it, they had no idea what it was originally. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So when the original intent of it, like what we're we're drinking it for, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to because you're not gonna enjoy that. And I'm gonna stop talking. I'm gonna pour. So. Well, I want to say I want to say one thing about this can. Uh, Can I can I pour while you talk about the can? uh, If you don't make a lot of noise. Uh, Did that make a lot of noise? That was loud. Damn it. So I really like what they say on the bottom of the, of the can under the double India pale ale brewed with honey. It says an exceptionally aromatic blend of hops combined in this balanced interpretation. My favorite word is interpretation in the, on this can, because that's something I actually kind of want to talk about tonight. If we have some time is, is interpretation of beer. Uh, so this is Bell's deep, aren't we? brewmaster. Mm-hmm. Brewmaster's interpretation of an IPA brewed with honey. So I a double IPA brewed with honey. So I think I think that's really cool they put that on the can. I will tell you right now, after pouring it, and here's my my glass. It smells delicious. Are you using the dildo glass? No. <laughs> Not tonight. Because on Bell's website, it said they suggested a snifter. I I know. Bell's website is interesting because most of their beers don't match up to the glass that's typically uh, yeah it was typically said to be used for the beer required yeah but I'm okay with that I don't mind that at all I actually would like that do I've you Bell's nice, do you I've got a nice uh, very full pour in my very small. Uh, hotel beer hotel glass. glass. <laughs> is that is that from your beer last night, or did you pick a new one up on the way up? Nope, that's my from my Guinness last night. Yeah, yeah, I've got quite a bit ahead on mine, and here's that logo for ah, you. Bite, oh. bite me with your Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I I did have quite a bit. Um, mine is now dissipated somewhat but the smell man yeah. what do you think i mean I, I just pouring it the smell was great oh, it's fantastic <laughs> i know right it is really so, nice yeah i had to i had to side pour because the glass is small so i didn't get much of a head i'm not probably not getting as much aroma as you guys are it's still there i mean it's very it's it's citrusy hoppy i can smell a little bit of honey but it's not i i can't like if i were to smell this without knowing it was brewed with honey i wouldn't be able to tell you i don't think there was brewed with honey no but it does have a sweet scent to it yeah it does now did anywhere do they tell you what what hops they use i know i don't think bells tells it because it doesn't say on the can anywhere i think it, they had it on their website did they because i didn't see um uh simcoe 
All right, that's it. Just Simcoe, huh? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's yep. so, so good. So their description is starting with uh, six different hop varietals with the addition of Simcoe. So it's there's six so there's different a, ones. Yeah, so there's more than just Simcoe Yeah, there. so they, they don't spell out what the others. I mean, they're probably the common ones, but uh, added to the brew kettle, culminating in a massive dry hop edition of Simcoe hops. The most complex hopping schedule in the Bell's repertoire. Most complex, huh? Hmm. Well, isn't that interesting? That does not taste like a 70 IBU IPA. You already took a sip? <laughs> Didn't He's you? Excited. I haven't yet. I'm going. I'm going. I Eric, did you drink it? I didn't have any head to deal with, so. There goes Eric. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Damn, that's like, I, I don't, if I had to guess, not knowing, if I didn't know this was a 70 IBU, I would have guessed this was probably closer to 50. I was going to say the exact same thing. This is, I mean, for, yeah, for a 70 IBU beer, this is very, very drinkable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm exactly the same way. Um, I don't know if it's because of the honey that's making it, you know, making it that way or what it is. Um, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's re that's really, really good. So when we, my wife and I, we went to, um, the craft beer store in Libertyville to get these, they had like a, a little hop slam party. And so, uh, we went there and they had some on draft. So we, we got to, um, I got a little shot of it. Um, but my wife who does not like IPAs, she liked this and she's actually already drinking one out of the six uh, while it's been in the, the beer fridge. So she beat um, you to it. Well, I've, I've been resisting because she's like, oh, this, is, this is so good. I can't believe you haven't had one. I'm like, oh, it's for the podcast, man, it's for the show. I'm really glad that, that my beer made the trip. I mean, yeah, he, he had it all packed up to go on the plane. Yeah. So I, I did not put it in my, of course you can't take it on the carry on because of the size. So I put it in a small Ziploc bag. Then I wrapped that small Ziploc bag in bubble wrap. Then I taped it and then I put it a gallon Ziploc bag. Uh, or I put it in a gallon Ziploc bag and then a second gallon Ziploc bag and then taped it all up again. Now, I mean, I've, I've, I've taken beer with me before, but because double bagged. Was, because this was for a it was triple bagged. Because mm -hmm. this was for a because this was for our podcast, I wanted to make damn sure that this was going to make it unscathed, and it uh, yeah it was it was beautiful. I did get a TSA check because a little sticker in your bag. Yep, yep, and I'm glad that the hop slam was still in my bag. Right, they didn't take it. Damn, I've been wanting this. I want to take this right. I know, here. right? <laughs> He won't know. <laughs> so yeah, my one cam of cam can of hop slam made the trip uh, from Green Bay to Tampa. That's awesome. Skates, and it's delicious. I this is good. All right, so let's go. Let's go around the horn since we um, since there's three of us. We normally only have the two of us, and we just interrupt each other back and forth. Uh, we'll start with the guest, Eric. What are your What are your thoughts? What are you tasting? How you How are you feeling? Uh, first impressions, and also by the done of your spiel 
right now, what would you rate it on untapped? I think right now I'm probably going to go a three, five off the bat. Cause I'm sure it'll warm up to me and it'll get better. Uh, I, it's got really good hop character in it. It's got a bit of sweet on the back end for me, which yeah. makes it go down so much easier. Um, and compared to last year, like I said, I thought last year was very sweet. And for a double IPA, I want the upfront hops and I, I get that this year. I think this is really, really good. So with um, compare, so go ahead and compare it to last year. What, what would you say sticks out right away to you comparatively from, from De- having last year since I didn't? Definitely the hop character. Um, you, you got more honey last year and it was sweet all around. Um, this has, uh, you taste a double IPA in here. Um, so to me, this is what a double IPA should be. And then with the honey in it, you get that sweet aftertaste and it's, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Chadillac. Uh, I'm actually going to rate this one higher. Uh, to start off with, and Eric, I'm going to be at a four two five on this. Wow, I'm not an IPA guy, not at all. Uh, but I think the whatever whatever they've done with the the malts mm. and the addition of the honey to balance the the hops, uh, it's uh, this is really really good. I mean, I I there aren't many I, the IPAs that right off the bat i would say i like as much as this uh i mean i I enjoyed the uh, two-hearted that we did a few weeks ago uh my standard for ipas has been green 19 from title town um that's just a that's just a good all day all day ipa well essentially it's i mean it's a little higher in abv than than a session beer but i i'm serious this was this is going to be i mean it's not a five but it's it's really good. The, the, the malt and this also is a double IPA. Yeah. So like for you, somebody who's not really a big IPA fan, you know, to take a double and well, like it that I much. Think, I think whatever, whatever blend they've done with the malts to, and it, with the addition of the honey uh, is made this a very, very enjoyable, easy drinking IP double IPA four, two, five to start four, two, five. Look at you. All right. Yeah, so I mean, I am definitely uh, when you when you first you know sip it, the first thing, of course, that hits you is the 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 hops, like boom, you know. But it's not like it's not a um, a bitter like you know make the side of your mouth tingle hit. You know what I mean? It's 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 good. It's a refreshing. And then as it washes over the tongue, that you definitely hit the citrusy stuff. Um, and as, then as you as you swallow it, you get the citrus, and then you get the pine, and but like you both of you said, the it's got. I mean, the only thing I can think of it's got to be the honey, that gives it just. Um, at first, you at first you when I drink it, I don't think of it as balanced. But then after I drink it and get the kind of the after and the back end, it becomes really balanced and it's it's really easy to it's it's easy to drink. I mean, the head. I mean, the head is gone. You know, you can see a little bit residual on the on the cup. It's it's. The color is really awesome. It's not it's not translucent. You can't really you can't see through it completely, but it's not also one of those like you know unfiltered or anything like that. It's um well yeah, I would call it I would call it a very clear, clear but opaque beer. It's not it's it's certainly not translucent, but as I so if I look at the glass, I can see my fingers through the glass. 
but not like, you know, I can't see the creases in my finger. So it's got a, yeah, it's got a beautiful color. Um, it's really good. Kind of golden brown. It's got a honey-like color. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely the honey-like color. Um, yeah, I mean, I would. I'm I'm uh, at a four. That's where I'm sitting. I like it. I like that's, it. I love that's it. really kind of interesting. The um, the non IPA guy <laughs> gives the beer the highest rating out of the three of us. Well, you think it's because you came into it thinking this is an IPA and it's just I'm not and I'm not gonna like this, but then you taste it and you're surprised. I, I am surprised, and I, I we talked about this before about your the, your surroundings and where you know right. how, how that affects the rating of your beer so you know i'm sitting at a hotel in florida <laughs> my surroundings are you know a couple a couch and a bed and a desk now i did have a few beers before this um that i think just basically whetted my appetite for an ipa and I, I really, I, I I feel like I could give this at least a start a four two five on any given day though. It's just it's it's really good. I'm, I'm good. yeah, I'm impressed, mm-hmm. Bells. Definitely. So let's move on uh, to so so um, Eric, you had three seven five, right? I'll Did go you, with three seven five. Yeah. Is that you said or am I, am I wrong? I said three five, but now I kind of want to oh, change you said it. Three, five. <laughs> No pressure, no pressure. Uh, so Eric with the three seven five, me with a four, and then Chad four two five. So that's that's how we're beginning. Now we're going to keep drinking this, and I don't know, are we are we already to the halfway point? So I'm sort of drinking it too quickly. <laughs> I don't know, but let's let's move on quickly before we drink it too quickly. Um, uh, Eric, have any? Um, what did you have this week as far as your beers and anything that was nasty or anything that was like really good this week? I, I was pretty stout heavy this week. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, tis the season, right? Um, especially in the Midwest when it's cold. Um, right. But I had a, uh, a GFY stout from a place called Spiteful here in Chicago. Uh, GFY being good for you. Um, nice. And, and it was really good. It was a very easy, drinkable stout. Um, then I gave a 3.5. I mean, it's definitely something I wouldn't mind going back to. It was easy to go down. It wasn't too much. Um, was this a new one for you or is one you had before? No, completely new. No one? Nice. Um, and then last night I had the luxurious find of KBS at a local oh. store. Okay, we're, let's pause right here. Let's tell me that story. So no, this no, no, was, no, don't pause. Just skip we get over to. this because no. we had it. But <laughs> this is last year's KBS. Yeah. And it was just one <laughs> bottle sitting on the shelf? No, they had multiple. Um, I, I've stumbled upon this website called beermenus.com. Yeah, um, I've used it before and it's hardly ever worked for me, but. It worked like a gold mine this time for me. <laughs> All right, hang on. That's I'm going to be right now. <laughs> um, but I walked in, they had at least 10 bottles of it, of the 12 ounce bottles, and they even had six of the, the 700 milliliter bombers. Um, so I just picked up two of the 12 ounce, and I couldn't not crack one open last night. Yeah, no, you, you had to do that. Absolutely. So, so ten months after it uh it got bottled and it's drinking real good. Man, I'm so jealous. So jealous. Uh so what else? What does he have this week? 
Um, so was the KBS the highlight? Honestly, I'm going to say, it, while it was up there, I'm going to say uh, this beer called X01 out of Dovetail Brewery was probably the highlight. It is a beer that I've never had, a style of beer that I've never had before. Um, it's a, a Roush Flanders. Um, so it, it's a mix between this smoky red ale and a kind of a sour. Uh, and you wouldn't think off the bat that that would taste really good, but the the smokiness actually balances out the sour and the beer and it was really 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 good what what brewery was that dovetail is that chicago or is that yeah it's chicago i've actually uh one of my good friends um is now one of the brewers there and i've now made it my local watering hole because it's down the street for me and they do really really good oh, nice. classic european beers that's awesome that sounds good uh anything else did you have to pour anything out? Was anything disgusting that you had this week? Or um, what I didn't really care for was a beer called Cosmo by Noon Whistle. Um, it's a pale ale by theirs. I love their New England style IPAs. I think they do those really well. Uh, this was just a miss for me. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't something I would probably go back to. Yummy, yummy. But you did You drank it though. You finished it. Oh, absolutely. Ed, <laughs> what'd you have this week, dude? Well, <laughs> it's not just a week. So how far back do you want me to go? The last time I reported? Oh, that's right. Because you weren't with us on last week's show. Yeah. Okay. Well, how many is this going to be? Uh, is this going to take the entire show to talk about your list? Well, I don't think I can run. <laughs> I can I can run through them really quick, but I do have 24. God, you're Woo. so damn alcoholic. Why don't you... Um, I mean, I, I applaud it. I'm fine with it. I'm just... You know, I'm here to support you, bro. Um what uh, would you say was your highlight? Like, what was the best you've had? Uh, oh, Gotta pick one. Gotta pick one. Okay. Well, it's one that I've had before, though. But I don't know. This was before we were doing the podcast, I think. So, if I if I pick one, it's going to be the abyss. I had it on on draft. Uh, back on 17th or 8th, 17, 16th, 17th, something like that, last week in Seattle. Well, and technically Mill Creek, Washington, north of Seattle. I had uh, the 2017 Abyss on tap uh, at a bar out there, and that was that. That's the highlight. No kind of what kind of beer is the Abyss? Uh, well, you've had it. It's the Russian Imperial Stout, the uh, third. 12 percent something like that i've had it that's the remember we sampled it we had i bought that bottle i bought the bottle at that craft beer store oh is that what it was the shoots the abyss yes oh yeah that was some good stuff yeah so i I, on tap man that's gotta be it was on tap at, at this bar in mill creek washington fantastic um, so yeah, I won't run through all 24, but let me, I, I do really quickly just want to interrupt you, um, to say that, uh, according to beer menu, the liquor store just up the road has 2017 KBS on the shelf hey now, yo. because I've been burned by beer menu before I have just sent them a message on Facebook and hopefully they respond because tomorrow I will skip every meeting I have to go to the shelf. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I was going to say, you better get your happy little ass down there tomorrow. 
But then, <laughs> that'll make like four podcasts we have to record while you're here in February. <laughs> Dude, Sounds like a good problem. I think that's a good Saturday. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. How was the Super Bowl? I don't fucking remember at this point. <laughs> no clue. All right, keep going. Sorry. All right. All right. Well, let me uh, let me give you a couple other highlights here. I had an Imperial Stout from Samuel Smith's Old Brewery. That's a uh, that's a European beer brewed in Yorkshire, Yorkshire, uh, over in England. Uh, that was really really good. Uh, I I mean, I, I I love I love stouts, and technically porters are stouts as well. The, the porter stout thing is just uh, that's just and eric i think you'll agree with me stouts and porters are are the wheelhouse for for my particular taste mm-hmm. um it's, it's flavor town oh it's so good it's everything <laughs> i mean I, I honestly i mean eric um you know chad can tell you that uh i really haven't liked porters or stouts up until probably the last year mm-hmm. and i just started drinking them and yeah. now i have I mean, I have at least a few a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're it's it, they're so good. Um, so I don't I have a problem. A, Chad has a problem. I don't have a problem. I can drink as much as I want. I don't have a problem. <laughs> no one, no one here has a problem, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> My wife would think I do as much as I spend on beer lately, but other than that, we're good. <laughs> I'll I'll save my comment for off air. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so as we as we had just discovered a few weeks ago, Scotch ales. I had, I mean, you really enjoy the Scotch ale from the uh, brewery in Evanston. Yeah. Uh, I had a sheep shagger uh, from Terranina. Yep. Uh, that was the Tyr- the Scotch ale we heavy. That was delicious. That was a good one. Um, I'll skip over a few of these. Uh, oh. Uh, Dudism, uh, which by I had yeah. that on the uh, sessions, I think. Yeah, you, I think you're. Yes, you're drinking that at the sessions too. Yeah, yeah, that was a four point five. That was delicious. That's from Mobcraft. That's a, a stout. Uh, they consider that a white stout, which is a, along the same lines as as uh, Casper. Um, Dudism, Dudism was was awesome. Uh, let's see, I had. Uh, Jumpin' Jack Black from Rockwood, Space Dust IPA from Elysian, uh, Elysian out of Seattle. That's good stuff. Um, I did have a drain pour this week. You did? Ooh. I did. Bum, bum, bum. Well, uh, and ooh, I got another one. I got another one I want to talk about here, too. So I bought. I might, have to, I might have to crack my second can of hop slam because all right I'm really good. <laughs> all right i've only got one so i gotta i'm in a 10 percent. this could get interesting I'm, I'm taking my time here so okay so i got three more than i want that i i think just three more yeah maybe four three but i'll talk about them quick <laughs> all right you take it away we'll just hang out here go ahead all right so i had boulevard brewing collaboration number seven okage lager i thought was going to be phenomenal was not uh in my opinion uh it was just a, it tasted like a regular old lager to me so um i was disappointed with boulevard's okh lager um then i had a anderson valley gnt goza hmm. and the first time i had a goza i spit it out this was 
this was last year. First time I ever had a Goza. Did not like it. I couldn't tell you who the brewery was, but it was just, it wasn't for me. I decided to go ahead and take a chance on this, uh, this one at the store the other day. I gave it a four. Look at him. Wow. Wow. So I've actually, I've kind of gotten, gotten into these sour beers lately. And I know it's kind of the, you know, tech, you know, it's, it's probably the style that's coming in and I hate to ride the bandwagon, but. Well, it's, it's good that you're getting to like them because if they're coming in style, it means we were going to have to drink them more. Yeah. Um, so this one from Anderson Valley Brewing, G&T Goza, was, I, thought was, I thought it was delicious. Where's that brewery from? Uh, was California. That, it's, was that one you had out in, in uh, Seattle or wherever? Or no, was that? No, no. This was over the weekend when I was home. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's a California brewery. I, I, can't, I can't tell you exactly where it's at off the top of my head, but it, it's California. All right. Okay. So then my drain pour, this one was a, this one was, I, I was picking out a, a variety six pack and I looked at it and it's Coney Island brewery. And I thought it's called hard cherry cream ale. And I was like, Oh, that's like a probably. Oh, cherry. I remember, I remember you telling me yeah, about it's this. Like, like a cherry cream soda, but it, it's classified as a beer. So I went ahead and bought it. Uh, I poured it out. I poured it in the glass, took one sip, and I felt like my insides were going to come out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. It was horrible. Like as you're going to puke or was it the other way? No, like I was going to puke. Nice. This was, so <laughs> other other drain pours like, like – uh, <laughs> Uh, Lagunitas. Did I say that right? You did. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I have a real. I have, I, I Every time you say it, I just want to say Lagunitas. Lagunitas. <laughs> I know. I have such okay. a hard time with that. You're Lagunitas. Okay. They're um, hop stupid. Mm. I poured. I poured that out, but I still gave it. You know, I still gave it like a one or two or something like that on untapped, which means nothing to me. Anything below two and a half doesn't really mean anything. I gave this beer from Coney Island a 0.25. Look at you. Oh, wow. Wow. Horrible. And the global rating on this thing is 3.22. That's crazy. Now, Coney Island, that's owned by by Boston, isn't it? Boston Beer Company. Yes. Yes. Terrible. It was like like putting a cream soda, cherry cream soda in my mouth when I was expecting... (laughs) A cherry ale. I'm glad you finished that sentence. I was about to. <laughs> hey, just because I ate two wieners today at the same time. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to say it for me. Good, Good on you. Good job. Hey, I'm, I'm working a trade show this week. I'll eat wieners all week. All right. You just keep <laughs> digging that hole, sir. Dig. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of holes, uh, is it my turn? Or are you still going? No, I'm still going. Just for the okay. record, I mean, and you're going to cut this out anyway. I mean, hot dogs. I'm not going to cut this out. You know, it's not good. You know, it's, it's going right in the front. <laughs> what? What? Hey, the front's good. Um, Lord have mercy. Just finished. My God, how much did you drink? <laughs> so, and then I had, and then I had. Okay, so I told I have it's been a while since I've been on, so give me a break here. <laughs> okay, 
Lakefront Brewery. My turn, number 25, Kristen. I did not rate this beer very well at 2.75, but I got to talk about it because this one, well, first of all, have either of you had this? No, I've seen seen it, but I haven't had it. Okay, so my turn, number two. Okay, so uh, Eric, are you familiar with Lakefront Brewery and how they do their their uh my turn series i'm not familiar with the my turn series it's really cool yeah it, it is pretty cool so they their employees are allowed to put in for a, a specific flavor or type of beer that they like and then the brewery will then in turn figure out how to make it sweet so this is a weizenbach um it takes... and also just so you know Kristen is the executive chef yes yeah the executive mm-hmm. chef for lakefront brewery she wanted a beer that tasted like her breakfast. And that's exactly what it tastes like. Interesting. It tastes like, it tastes like bacon with maple syrup on it. Yeah, and so in the in the description, I pulled it up online. In the description, it says, um, pale wheat and caramelly Munich malts call to mind golden brown waffles and a dash of smoked malt to suggest a side of bacon. Right. So the, I didn't get any waffle flavor. All I mean, it tasted like bacon 100%. Hmm. I've, I've never had a beer that tastes like this before. I won't drink it again because um, it's below my, my three threshold at 275. But it was probably, it wasn't the best beer of my last week or two, but it was the most interesting at 275. Bacon with maple syrup. Is what right that on. one tastes. Um, let's see. I've had I had Larry's Larry's latest sour ale from Bell's. Um, I got to get more sours. I haven't had very many sours. Yeah. Um, Uinta. I'm not sure how to pronounce this. It's U I N T A. Uinta. Sure. Uinta Go yeah. for it, Laguna Pass. All right. Uinta. <laughs> They're out of Colorado, I think. Um, this was a session vanilla, vanilla porter, very good. Um, Flying Dog, I had their Gonzo Imperial Porter, which is really good. I mm-hmm. gave that three seven five, and then uh, last night I had a uh, disgusting, although refreshing, uh, Warsteiner Pilsner, German Pilsner. Fantastic at the end of a hot, sweaty day of setting up for a trade show, but um, typical run-of-the-mill Pilsner. Just, you know, good for refreshment. Nice. All right. All right, that's it. That's the show, people. Thanks for listening. We're out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the whole show with uh it was two weeks. Okay, fine. I get it. I didn't really have anything yeah. interesting. I had um uh Sam Adams Cold Snap, which I do like. It's a good I think it's a good winter ish beer. Uh and then um the Boulevard, the Boulevard Kolsch. The only reason I bought the six pack was so I could get a free Boulevard glass, Boulevard brewing glass. So hey, it's good though. Hey. It's actually it's good. It's a really good beer. So I don't know you like Kolsch's. I love Chad. Kolsch's. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so those were. I, I mean, summer beer. Besides, mm. like my normal Spotted Cow. That's really all I had between numerous amounts of Spotted Cow and then those two. <laughs> So that was all I had. What are you going to do? Are we halfway? Because I'm more than halfway right now. 
Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, Eric, at the halfway point, what are you thinking? Are you still tasting the same taste? Anything changed to you as it kind of warms up? Any uh, rating changes? Anything like that? I, I think I'm going to move up to a four. Um, I don't think the flavor profile is changing. I'm just enjoying it more and more as I go down this beer. Jed? So I'm going to come down to a four. Look at you. Uh, I, I, I still I love the balance of the beer. And it, this is kind of the same thing that happened with that um, the barley wine that we did a few weeks ago, or I, I did on the episode did, yeah. we were doing two, two different beers. So that was also a Bell's, their Third Coast Ale, Third mm-hmm. Coast Old Ale. The The flavor didn't change, but the bitterness got worse. So for me, at the halfway point, this beer has gotten a little bit, a little bit more bitter, but the flavor is still good. So I, I don't like for it's it's it bugs me when a beer changes on the scale of bitterness throughout i mean if the flavor stays the same that's good if the flavor changes i might be able to deal with that but if the bitterness if it's a 70 ibu um even though it doesn't really taste like a 70 ibu it kind of started out tasting like a 50 to 55 and now it's starting to come up a little bit, so I'm going to drop a quarter of a point to a four. And I think that change in bitterness has anything to do with the fact the beer's warming up. Maybe, um, but I think you know, I mean, IPAs are mm-hmm. are typically better colder. I would agree. So, yeah, yeah as as they warm up, um, I think this is probably proof in the pudding that as they warm up, they they go down in value. For me, all right. I uh, so I'm not noticing any change. I mean, I'm not noticing. It's not getting bitter, more bitter to me. Um, my ears are definitely getting warm. Which I like, it's gonna make me crack a second one here in a second. Um, but I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna hold at the at the the four right now. Um, it's still really good. I mean, I would definitely. Well, I'm going to here in just a minute. I'm gonna chug this, and then I'm going to crack another one that i have right over here <laughs> and the other one <laughs> when i when i brought it in here i put it in a yeti koozie thing just oh, to make sure that it stayed cold <laughs> so because <laughs> i'm going to um crack that one so uh but no i think it's staying to me it's staying the same it really hasn't changed the profile hasn't changed really a lot it's still very drinkable um so yeah that's where i'm that's you know, you know what's kind of interesting is uh, if, as I look at the untapped rating, and I think we should talk a little bit about this the, the untapped scale. Well, I get so I was going to ask first off, what is the I didn't look it up. So, what is untapped? What's the average score on untapped right now? Right. So, since the beer was added to untapped on January 3rd this year, 2018, 11,403 ratings, the average uh, worldwide rating is 435. So it's okay. got a very, very good rating. It does. Now, since we're talking about ratings, I, I did mean to ask Eric, and we really hadn't, this is a good time because I hadn't really found a time to kind of pull it in there. But we've discussed, Chad and I, numerous times on the podcast, how we how we rate, why we rate things the way we do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, if it's two or below, I'm never going to be seeing that beer again, hopefully. Um, 
that type of thing. What what do you in your mind? I mean, and and again, the, all these ratings are very subjective, right? Everybody's palettes, everybody's opinions. You know, your your two could be my three. Who you know? Who really knows? So, right. but but for you, and that's that's really how we've talked about. Like I use Untapped for me. I really don't use it for anybody else. Like we talked, exactly. we even talked about it on the, on the session episode. Where exactly. I use Untapped so I can go back and see. Oh, I had this before. Oh, I think I like. It looks like I liked it, so I'll buy it again. Or oh crap, I didn't like that before. I don't know if I'll do that again. Or I'll just buy one can of it this time. Whatever. What? Right. How? How do you? How do? When you go to rate a beer, what? What's your thought process? I mean, I'm definitely biased. Uh, the stouts and the porters typically That's are. Correct. My second. Um, the stouts and porters are typically the ones that get the higher ratings for me, but that's also my favorite style of beer. Um, but when I go through, I mean, if it's a three, two, five and to the four range, uh, it's definitely something that I'm going to want to have as a regular weekly drink or as I find it and can get it. Um, I'll definitely purchase it. Um, four and above, uh, is definitely something I love. Um, if it's, higher than like a four, two, five. I mean, I would even consider it something I'd wait in line for. And that's when we get into like the barrel aged stouts that are a limited release. And I spend way too much in line for. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you think any of that, um, you know, like I told, I told the story on the podcast one time where I, I went to Russian river, Mm -hmm. stood in line to get in and had Pliny the elder for the first time. And and that was really this weekend. I know he's going to have some this weekend. I, I I didn't even know what Planet of the Elder really was. I kind of learned about it when my coworker said, hey, we're going to go here. I wasn't all that into his craft beer like I am now. Mm-hmm. I really wish I, I would have been because I think I would have remembered it better because I don't remember what it tasted like at this point. <laughs> um, to compare it to all these others. But we were talking about how I looked back and I rated it pretty high. And I was just wondering if maybe it's because you know, of the mystique of Planet of the Elder. And I've stood in line for this and I, I get into the, the the tap room and, you know, the the environment that you're in. So sure. what, do, what do you think about that? The environment you're in influencing, you know, if you would have had this at the Bell's Brewery on launch day, you know, would you rate it higher than sitting here on this podcast? I, I mean, totally. The environment absolutely matters. And I think that's why you see people like three Floyds that have in crazy lines for dark Lord day. Uh, I mean, this isn't even a barrel aged stout. Granted they do have barrel aged variants, but people are waiting in line primarily for just an Imperial stout. Um, And and I think it's just the atmosphere of dark Lord day. I mean, while you're waiting in line, it's, it's a bottle share. So you're meeting random people that have bottles from all over the country that you might not be able to get through distribution. Um, So, I mean, I I absolutely think the environment impacts how your drink is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that's why looking at when you look at untapped, take take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> you know, like I, I I will look at Chad's ratings because I know what Chad's likes, what, what he likes, so I can I can kind of tell whether I would like it based off of him because just because I know what he likes so well. Same with like Jake or Dan, mm-hmm. you know. But like looking up Billy Bob, you know, one two four five's beer likings is not going to be squat to me, right? But it's nice to see what people are drinking because it might cater to what you might want to try. It might, yeah. Yeah, I, I always try to figure out where – well, I try to drink the beer halfway before I figure out where I think I'm going to rate it mm-hmm. before, I, before I put it on untapped. Uh, you know, you can't go into untapped and rate a beer without seeing the, the national or worldwide rating. So it's, it's kind of hard to – 
put that out of your mind when you're when you're going in to rate a beer. But Absolutely. Yeah. but the <laughs> the bit there was there was a podcast just recently that talked about beer ratings and how the, the beer ratings are useless. I essentially agree with with what the gentleman was saying, uh, but he didn't really bring up the personalized part of rating a beer. I mean, it was if if someone comes to a website like Untapped or or Beer Advocate and looks at a beer and and they say, "Oh well, this beer just you know for for." example sake we're drinking hop slam tonight four three five that's got to be a great beer so if they are not if, if they aren't a well i don't want to say a beer connoisseur but having some, a beer like this so say someone that's that's just drinking miller light bud light all the time mm-hmm. they go and have a hop slam go to untapped check it in Oh man, eleven thousand check-ins, four, three, five. This is a good beer. I should probably check this in pretty high, <laughs> right? So, the the eleven thousand check-ins to get a four, three, five rating is meaningless. But what what this gentleman didn't really talk about is that beer ratings are personalized. So, totally. untapped. I I kind of feel like he was he was not really <laughs> slamming untapped or, or beer advocate or whatever, whatever app or, or website you use. I think they're useful, but they're useful only in a personalized way. And that, that didn't come across. So I, I, that's why I, I mean, I love untapped for my own personal use, looking at the national or worldwide average for whatever beer it is you're drinking. Yeah. That's probably not, going to do me any good but going back and looking at where i rated so next year january february 2019 hop slam comes out again i rated it whatever i rated at did i like it yeah i'll buy it again did I not yeah maybe not so i think these these apps are totally worthwhile to figure out what you like as an individual and not not really you just can't take into account what the worldwide average is for a beer no absolutely i completely agree with that and i mean even as you go through a craft beer store and you want to find something new it, it's not bad to reference what you've had in the past be like did i have this <laughs> um adam i think it was you uh in episode five that realized at the end that you had two hearted <laughs> right <laughs> exactly right <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize I had that. Uh, I just I, I just listened to it again as I was driving through Tampa, St. Petersburg yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, yeah, Adam's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Holy crap, I've had this. I've had this before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is a really good segue into um, this list here that we had on our, our thing to talk about tonight. Um, so Untapped did release um, – they're 2017 beers. Um, and I think this is actually the, the summer one, so I probably should go look for the actual right one. But um, they did release their 2017 beer list as far as what was um, on top. Did, did you guys see this story yet or no? 
Yeah, I have not. I haven't. You haven't? Okay, because then no. you haven't. Then I gotta. I'm gonna pull up the right one here. But what do you think was on top for t- this? Is just for 2017, Chad. This isn't like you know. And this is check-in based, correct? Not rating. Uh, most checked in. That's true. Yeah, most checked in. Well, this will be interesting for me to hear. I have not seen this, uh, you know, doing this, the work travel. I haven't had a chance to look at this. So what do you think? What do you, what's your guess? Most checked in. Most checked in of 2017. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I would, I would pick one of the, one of the big ones, obviously. I mean, the, the multinationals, but I, I have a feeling I'm going to be wrong. You are wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most checked in was uh, Founders All Day IPA. Wow. Um, now, this is the same as most craft. I'd have to actually go check that out if it's real or not. Um, Bell's yeah, they're, they're technically not craft, at least according to the Brewers Association, because they they have a, a 35% stake from San Miguel, I believe. Founders? Yeah. yeah. Uh, two Hearted was two. Yingling was three. Um, New Belgium Voodoo Ranger. That's how, that's actually kind of let me I want to stop right there because Yingling is where do they where do they fall in the top breweries number four? Uh, as far as what how are you ranking that? Total number number of uh, barrels produced. Oh, I don't Wasn't know. It, They're well, up there. Well, well, I mean it's it's Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors, and I think Yingling was number four. And they're still considered, which I think is cool. They're still considered an independent craft brew. But so, where did they fall? They were what number? Number three. Three, yeah. Number three is the top check-ins. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred seventy-six thousand three hundred ninety-one. We won't. We won't talk about their political affiliation, but. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about. It. Let's not bring bring politics into beer. Come on, it, it's a good beer though. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find this one article. Was this um? Was is the list on Untapped or was this uh, publicized elsewhere? Yeah, this is what I was looking for. Yeah, the website I've got is uh, from Beer Street Journal. Yeah, that's what I was pulling up. I have it on one computer, but not the other. So this is the one I was actually looking for. Yeah, so the the most checked in craft beers, same kind. It's the same list I had before, huh? So yeah, uh, <laughs> so yeah, Yingling was number three with one hundred seventy six thousand check ins. Voodoo Ranger, Fat Tire, number five. I'm I'm not a big Fat Tire fan. Same. Um, nope. Nope. Yeah, Punk IPA, sixty minute IPA. Uh, what is that? Jialai? Is that how you say that? Uh, my I cigar. Like. I like. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, KBS was nine, and Stone Ripper was ten. So I don't know. K- KBS is a surprise for me in the top ten, being a limited release, being not completely nationally distributed. Um, that's a surprise for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's true. I didn't even think about the fact that it's limited release. That's um, I mean, it's a good showing. Absolutely. Um, so over the top 10 was one, two, three, four, four IPAs of the top 10. Mm-hmm. Is Stone Ripper? What is Stone Ripper? Is that IPA? And Two Heart is an American Pale Ale, right? So that's another one. That's, so it's actually one, two, three, 
four, five, five out of them. Stone Ripper is a pale ale. Yeah, so yeah, so six out of the ten were pale ales. Five out of ten were IPAs. So eh, no surprise there, given it's the number one uh, Great American Beer Fest entry. I'm trying to see if we can find a top rated beers on Untapped 2017, uh, not just checked in. Um, but yeah, I mean that's not really. So I guess the KBS is the only is to me the only real surprise there of those. Yeah, I mean I I haven't. I mean having not had it yet, that's still a surprise. Yeah, because oh. it's so hard. It's so hard to find. It really is. It's it's. I mean, even in Chicago, it's tough. I mean, granted, who knew that I would find it in January, <laughs> almost a year later? But right, exactly. Yeah. Um, it looks like if you go to top rated beers on Untapped, it's just untapped.com slash beer slash top underscore rated. I don't know how often this is up to like this overall, but the um, proprietor's Bourbon County brand stout 2014. Um, so good is a, is a 474 <laughs> um the 2010 rare bourbon county brand stout is a 474 as well so i guess they're tied for first huh also so good <laughs> the, the top four are all goose island bourbon counties um okay but i think this is again i think this is all all time it's all time, but what's it's what's funny is uh, lately. So a, a, a few of those top five, I see uh, 2014 Vanilla Rye up there. Um, Goose has been Goose holds on to vintage beers, and they'll do events. And they, if if you randomly go to an event that they have these at, they uh, they've been pouring these a lot lately. So it it could just be recent check ins as well, because I know, oh, in November when they had Proprietor's Day for this year's release of Bourbon County. Well, I guess 2017 release of bourbon county um they had a special line to where they were tapping 2014 vanilla rye um and it was just unannounced so hey why why is there a line randomly in the middle of the street oh they're tapping 2014 <laughs> vanilla rye chad i think next year we're gonna have to go down to goose island okay <laughs> i'm glad i had to talk you into that, that was hey but by, by the way eric do you want to talk about what you uh what you do in the beer world yeah, I we didn't really talk about that at the front of the show, but yeah, the, and I mean, not not many people the the sessions don't go out to everybody. That's just only right. on YouTube. So, right. so what we've talked about previously, mostly people listening probably haven't even heard. So, no, I, yeah, I I, uh, I do a lot of photography for a blog called porchdrinking.com. Um, and we've, we're a national blog. Uh, we've got huge hubs in. Chicago, uh, Denver, obviously, um, California, Atlanta. Um, and it, we're more than just that, but those are like the biggest hubs and those are the biggest hubs for craft beer right now. I mean, Denver is booming and that's where great American beer fest is every single year. Um, but it, it's a lot of fun. We're trying to promote everything that's within Chicago. And actually this year we're trying to even flex more outside of Chicago and do the suburbs. So I'm looking forward to get out of yes. city limits and see what's in the Chicago land area. Um, that's Definitely. our big plan for 2018. And I'm really excited and looking forward to it. Um, well, Hey, yeah, if you want to come, come up to Wisconsin, Nope. Nobody wants to come up to <laughs> I'm teasing. There's a, there's a lot of, I mean, come on. There's really good breweries in Wisconsin. Kids. There's some good breweries up here. 
really we nice. have talked about it. We've talked about Wisconsin and Michigan, actually. That's really cool. Um, this, yeah, this this website's cool. Forcedrinking.com. It's uh, it's it's a fun place to visit. Now I will say, and maybe since you know people, you can give them this word. Um, but the audio of their podcast is just horrible. Like I, just, <laughs> I can't listen to their podcast because the audio is just so bad. I've listened to it a couple of times, and I'm just like, I I don't understand. Um, but no, the the site is great. <laughs> the site is great. I don't. Yeah, I know. I'm such a snob. I've been doing this podcasting for so long. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a professional. I'm a professional. <laughs> and as long as professional means I don't get paid for shit. Uh, so, yeah. Portraking.com is really cool. I, I mean, I follow them on all the socials. Thank uh, you. And uh, see, I mean, I've been following them because I, you know, I've seen you tweet them before and then you know, I followed along. So no, they got good stuff. I like them a lot. Um, a couple other things we were going to talk about in this episode, and you guys can tell me when you're done uh, with your beer, because I mean, I'm already on my number, my number two. So yeah, I need to grab a number, number two. <laughs> well, d- after this one, because this one is more, you've, you have more experience with this, but uh, we were going to talk about the KBS release Yes. Uh, 2018. So KBS week in 2018 will kick off March 5th. And I guess this week or this year during this week, they're going to have um, kegs at some at some bars or, or shops in both Grand Rapids and Detroit. I guess that's a new thing. I guess it's usually only been in Grand Rapids. It's been only in Grand Rapids because that's where they're, I mean, that's where they are. Uh, but actually within 2017, they opened up a tap room in Detroit. So it will be hosting at their facility there as well. Man, I think really, Chad, we should do a road trip. I highly recommend it. Grand Rapids <laughs> has a lot of really good beers, even if you're not even looking at founders. And Bell's is in Comstock, which is yeah, a suburb Bell's of right Grand there. Rapids. Yeah. Yeah. Chad. Um, I'm yeah. totally down. I haven't been to Grand Rapids since uh, I dated a chick in college from Holland, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got a ferry that goes across Lake Michigan and takes you to Kalamazoo, right. which is not too far. <laughs> yeah, but I've heard that's expensive as hell. I wouldn't know. I've never taken it. If you're any. taking a car, I guess it's expensive as hell. Yeah. So that, that is not that, that bad. If you, don't, if you don't take a car, it's not that bad. Yeah. If you, don't, if you take a car, though, I've heard it's, it's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is the, the Founders Week. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, it'll be in Chicago shortly after, and in, in, in the area, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Good, 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 good. And you you say that now, but if if I can't, you know who I'll be calling. <laughs> right on, Eric. <laughs> Eric, let's meet uh, at the Oasis or something, and I'll uh, we'll swap beers. <laughs> right on, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> now the other one that I was interested in because actually looked actually went online and looked at this today. The Carnival Cruise Line is actually having a cruise. They have a ship that has a brewery on the ship. Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri. I know. Um, and I I heard there's another one. So there's Guy Fieri's one with this pig and anchor barbecue, but then there's another one that just has the brewery without the Guy Fieri, is what I hmm. heard on a different article. Um, but yeah, Carnival Cruise is having has a, a new ship called Carnival Vista. Uh, that has a brewery on it. I hope they, I hope they don't use the seawater. Oh, that'd be terrible. 
Well, I'm sure they probably have desalination process. <laughs> sure. I bet they don't use water. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it, it seems like these destination breweries are popping up. I, I read today that Bell's Point is going to open up uh, near Disney. Yeah, uh, in Disney, in Disneyland, right? That's what yeah. I had. Yeah, I had read that too. Ballast uh, Point. <laughs> who, who owns them? Constellation. Constellation, that's right. I looked it up today and I just couldn't remember because I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, and that's that's that beer I had. Uh, I drank, I don't remember what it was, a cherry wheat or something like that. A few weeks ago, it took me over an hour to drink it. Oh, yeah, your slow drink. You didn't want to pour yeah. it for, for whatever reason, but you definitely yeah. didn't care about drinking it slow as molasses. No. Yeah. Maybe they have other good beers. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to remember if I've had a ballast. I'm sure I have. I think they've got a Sculpin, maybe. Yeah, there's a Sculpin one. Well, yeah. I, mean, there are I wish there was. I wish it was an app where you could track the beers you drink and then look up if you've had it or not. I wonder if there's one out there like that. <laughs> How about that? What a, what a concept. Maybe we should do that. I don't know. One of their beers. <laughs> one of their beers was in the top twenty-five list among among the uh, Home Brewers Association. Wow. Number thirteen or something like that. Did we already talk about that at some point? I don't remember. Yes, we did. Oh, I don't know. As soon as we're done doing a show, I just forget what we talked about. <laughs> Beer, what a concept. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, every every night, it's every time, every Wednesday after we record, the wife's like, how the podcast go? Good. What did you guys talk about? I don't know. Beer? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. Well, I, I do remember my wife. So after like a couple of shows, she's like, you guys really talk? Just about beer the whole time. <laughs> we do <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and then this week she was finally like, "Hey, can I listen to one of your podcasts?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." How? Oh, jeez. Here we go. Give me your phone. <laughs> tech support at home. Gotta love it. Oh man, don't get me started. I had a lot of tech <laughs> had a lot of tech support issues uh, this week. Here is here is one that I'm actually thinking about buying. Um, is this hop candy? Oh, the lolly hops. It's the lolly hops. Um, what, what, how much was it on Amazon? I can't. I'm gonna look it up. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for a dozen assorted hop candy lollipops. Does that sound good to either of you at all? Wait, what? I'm definitely <laughs> intrigued. <laughs> I know, right? The, yeah, it is no. hop flavored lollipops. No. Why not? No. <laughs> Don't want some hops nope. while you're at work in the middle of the day with no booze? Nope. <laughs> uh, infusing a ginger ale hop tea. If I'm going to eat a hop flour, I want it to have some fermentation. I respect that. I don't know if I respect it, but okay, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be that way. Fine, we won't talk about it then. We'll just move on. Yet, no, bitch. talk about it all you no, want. No, no, no. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Adam. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. Uh, <laughs> where are you guys at with your burrs? I've been done for a while, but I only have one, so I'm done. Are you on done you're on well. you're on two, Eric? No, but I kinda wanna go get one. <laughs> Fine. Eric, we'll distract everybody while you go get Great. Excuse me for a moment. So, 
Wow, that was quite an exit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there's still something. There's still something going on over there. <laughs> I think he had to beat somebody up. He's like kicking somebody's ass to get this beer out of their hand or something. He can hear us. He's got the AirPods on. He knows. It's true. I do. <laughs> That was like a Batman exit. There you go. Keep it interesting. <laughs> Batman didn't have a beard either. <laughs> he was clean shaven. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Bruce Wayne was very, very well groomed. Oh, man. Wait, what are we talking about? I don't know what we're talking We were talking about Bruce Wayne for a second. What's beer? It's. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go back to the basics here <laughs> it's a uh, grains and hops and ferment. i think there's some water i think there's some water in it that's that's the part that makes it healthy it's water yeah i know yeah absolutely it's hydrating i'm getting my hydration <laughs> um chad did you read this story about the texas brewer group nope damn i didn't either did you eric all right we're not gonna talk about it then because I didn't read it all. Hey, wait. So, did we talk about when KBS Week is? Yep. We actually mentioned what KBS Week was. That, that was when I said, hey, we need to go. And you're like, yeah, I'm down. You said the date? <laughs> okay. Hold on. I believe it starts March 5th? Yes. 5th through the 10th. There. I just, I ask because I, I typically close out of a window when I know we've talked about something. I read the headline. KBS Week 2018 will kick off March 5th. And distribution will follow shortly after. All right, moving on. I I guess I don't listen to what Adam talks about. I don't think that surprises anybody. (laughs) Son of a bitch. (laughs) I don't know that we have much left to talk about, kids. Except for our final thoughts on this brew. Yeah. I will say that my I second mean, one is just as good as my first. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm going to go to bed with a buzz tonight. Hey, there's no so, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Praise be to the kegs. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can get this beer in the twelve pack, twelve ounce cans, draft, or a five liter mini keg. Bells does love the mini kegs. I've had a few yes. of theirs, of at least Oberon, but I've not had the Hopslam mini keg. Exactly. I like the mini keg. Hey, I'm not opposed. Do we now? Actually, we should. Um, Chad, I want you to keep the kids entertained here while I get something. <laughs> well, I want to kind of go back to where we were talking about uh, putting this beer in a cellar. Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting if you look. Do at you have a website, cellar? Like you have a cellar. I don't. I have do. A you have a cellar. I do. I don't. Like underground don't. cellar. Not an underground cellar. No, no. I, I certainly bought a wine fridge and I keep it at cellar temps for my beer, not for wine. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have a cellar. You have a beer fridge. You have a wine fridge. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Okay. Good. So if this beer can be refrigerated to what 30, 31 degrees. Is that better than the shelf life? 
because obviously shelf life's warm. And the shelf life of this beer is only three months. Yeah, with, with this style of beer, I, I would say fresh is best, in my opinion. And, and in my experience, I've had um, IPAs that have gone past three months and they just didn't have the flavor that I would want or I did have when I first had it fresh. Um, so for like this style of beer, I would say fresh is best. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I think even at a cold temperature, uh, I mean, if, if Bell says three months on a shelf life, at a cold temperature, I probably wouldn't, I probably would not enjoy this after even four months at 31 degrees. Oh, I completely agree. I mean, then the brewer knows best, right? If they're telling us yeah. three months, then that's when they want you to drink it. Yep. There is a guy on YouTube that cellared, uh, what was it? It, it was a hop slam, uh, but I can't remember what year it was. And he cracked it open and drank it. And <laughs> if I find the link, I'll send it to you guys. We'll put it in the show notes if I can find the link. It's just funny because when you watch it, he he pours it, you know, puts it in the glass, and there's not a whole lot of head to it at this point because I think it was two years old. And uh, he takes his first sip, and his initial face is like, "Huh? Hmm? <laughs> yeah? What'd you he, think, dude?" Like he had the did he have the hulag face? <laughs> it was just like if you expected it to taste like hop slam, you know within a couple months of brewing. No, there's no way. It's it's just not going to taste that way. It was right. fine. Eric, um, Eric, before we ahead. move on, I, Eric, have you had, did you have the uh, 2015 release of uh, Dogfish Head's Hulad? I have not had that, no. Oh. Have you heard of this one? Yeah, I'm familiar. I've not, I've not been able to get it, though. I know. I Well, from what I understand, at this point, we're two years later, it's any leftover stock is no good. I'm sure. But, 658 IBUs. Six, that is, that makes my mouth hurt. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I just, I want, I mean, you're, you've been around the beer industry for a while, so I didn't know if you've had it or not, but I, I text messaged my, my friend Mike uh, earlier this week, who's bringing the, the Pliny, Pliny, whatever, the elder, however you, whatever you, however Pliny. you say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be I'll be having a, a plenty on Sunday night. He's bringing that for me, but he's had the uh, uh, the Hulad, uh, which is named from the uh, first the initial impression of the first sip. Hulad. So right here, I have up on Beer Advocate the Hulad rating a three six three out of five. Right, uh, but it's only twenty five ratings if you see. Um, but it yeah, was very, it was very limited, and I can't imagine anybody finishing. I, I mean, I'm sure there's people that do finish it, but yeah. So while the the average IPA is somewhere between forty to sixty IBUs, this one is six fifty eight. That's oh just gosh. I don't even I don't even I don't know. That, I know I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine like. how bitter that would be. A nine point five uh, ABV black ale. I mean, that's just yeah. Whew. I, I think that'd have to hurt. <laughs> I don't think that. Would, I don't know how that would I mean, be we good. Can't, we we can't get a fresh sample these days, um, so that's kind of disappointing. But it, I was just curious if you've had it. I've not. Um, to switch gears real quick, though, while you're in Florida, if being stouts and porters your style, um, if you can get your hand on Hunapu by Cigar City, oh, I will not yeah. only be incredibly jealous, <laughs> but I would love to hear your thoughts on that because that is a beer that is nationally raved about i've heard of it 
uh, I actually heard of it last year when I was down here for another for the same show. Uh, was not able to find it, but I'm here for another four or five days. So I will keep my eyes out, especially uh, this weekend when I head over towards West Palm Beach. Um, Perfect. There's there's a, probably a pretty good opportunity over there to to find some of these uh, these uh, what's the word uh, whales whales yes yeah yeah. So, so is there you said Hunapu? Hunapu Imperial Stout. Yeah, that's uh, yep. so it's available in the spring. Yeah, it's usually I want to say it's usually in March. Um, so I guess 2018 is coming up. Yeah, it doesn't say. Give it. It just says spring. So yeah, ABV of 11. percent Yeah, American Double Imperial Stout. Nice, nice. You have to bring. I'll be on the lookout. Bring some home, Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Yingling, right? <laughs> <laughs> You can leave the union at the airport if you bring that home because I've, yeah. I've had union before. I definitely switch those two out. Yeah, I've had union before. <laughs> the other thing I was going to talk to you guys about, I, I messaged you this really at the end of the day, but have you guys heard of Hopsy? Just Is that the sub? Huh? They make the sub, right? Can you guys see my screen or no? I can't tell if it's showing or not. But there's uh, black. I do not see it. Yeah, it's for, black right now. I've been able to see it before, but it's black now. Yeah, for whatever reason, it went black. But uh, the I, mean, I might know why. Uh, Hopsy, it's basically think of it as a Keurig, um, but for beer. Ooh. So, Hold on. yeah. Um, there we go. Now I got it back hey, here. Yeah, now you can see it. Now. There, there it is. is. So it's basically, essentially, really, it's it's Keurig for beer. And it's right now it's only available in San Francisco um, because that's the only places they deliver to. But these beer canisters, they call them torpedoes, these little things right here, those are by uh, craft brewers. Mm. So they're not by, you know, big guys. I'm trying to go to the beer menu here so you can see who. Um, yeah. So you can get these little torpedoes, put them in here, and then it basically comes out as as a draft beer. I want to try this. I've not heard of this one. I've heard of similar ones though. Uh, there's a brand called physics F I Z Z I C S. I believe. Yeah. Isn't the one you put like just the can of beer in or whatever can a growler. I think, I think it can hold up to a growler. Um, so now spelled that out. This, from what I understand, um, the actual, whatever you want to call it, this the spout here basically it, it does it just like a regular keg would do it. Okay, you know what I mean. So it's it's supposed to be pretty much draft beer on a very small scale, mm. unlike the physics one, which is really just kind of creating your bottled or can into a draft. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I haven't seen one. They they're. I got on their list to be notified when it came to like our area, but you know, like there's Drake's right here. I went to Drake's when I was in California. Um, they got a cool little, a cool little place. You, you, you're the drinking area they have is in their um, barrel room. So you're surrounded by all these barrels and they had like live bands and food trucks. And it was really, it was a really cool place, but it's all these different craft brewers in that area. So I imagine when they come to like, you know, your area, like at Chicago or whatever, mm -hmm. um, I would hope that they would use Chicago brewers. Um, That'd be nice. 
But then you pay, basically you, do, you can do a subscription plan to where you get these sent to you on a regular, you know, monthly basis, um, or you just order them. In San Francisco, they'll actually deliver them, and they actually have a store in one of the cities around San Francisco where you can actually go drop off, like, the empty torpedoes and then get full ones again or shop for different ones. So I like the idea myself. <laughs> I mean, draft beer is best beer. In my opinion, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, totally what is it, 149 for just the machine itself? Mm-hmm. Uh, 179 gets you two torpedoes plus the machine, 199 gets you four, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> but I like that. Hopefully, they come to Chicago sometime before I die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, here, there's this is this is the list I was looking for. Here's the list of the breweries. Uh, Southern Tears on there, definitely recognize them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm trying to see if I recognize any of these other guys. Ale Smith, Amagang is up there. That'd be Cor- cool to go to Amagang in the summertime. That would. I mean. Like- in the summer months when they have like 40,000 people going through their brewery. <laughs> well, I, I thought these were just California breweries, but I'm against New York. So yeah. You're, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So I guess not. Yeah. But so yeah, I'm again, that, that I, I would love to go to I'm again. Um, we have, we have channel list is growing in breweries. We got to go to. So. <laughs> if, we, if we don't start on this soon, it's never going to happen. <laughs> we're going to die. Bro- Along with the growing list of breweries is the growing budget of the Beard Hops podcast. So, <laughs> damn it, we need a sponsor. sponsor. <laughs> the data fund, I'm telling you. <laughs> What'd you say, Eric? The data fund. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. I don't. Know, I don't know how many pay for this this podcast that I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, you just can't drink 24 beers next week. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't in one week sure <laughs> likely story although that sounds really good actually <laughs> sounds like a damn good week of 24 beers in one week absolutely <laughs> absolutely all right so chad what are you rating this at the end uh i'm gonna stick with my four this was a really good one um impressed with the with the good, good balance of uh, malt and honey and hops, um, it wasn't. I mean, it, it, the bitterness got a little bit worse along the way for me, but not, not. I mean, not worse in a bad way. It just it came, it got a little bit more bitter, but totally fine for a double IPA. Uh, I'll stick with a four. Now, what would you say? What do you think your average IPA rating is for you? Uh, below four. Below four. I mean, I've got one that's that's a four seven. The green the green nineteen is a four seven five. Which tech, I mean, if I would go back and re-rate it, I'd probably I'd probably shoot it up to a five. But Untap takes a average of your your check-in scores. Now, um, is the, is the green nineteen really a five because of nice because of the flavor or because of the Packers? I mean, let's no the flavor. On. No, I, mean, okay. <laughs> I just no. I just want honesty and integrity in the show. Honestly, I do <laughs> like bullshit. the I do like the taste of green of Tidal Town's Green Nineteen IPA. It's not, I mean, 
I liked it enough to put it on my license plate. Now, what would you say though? So, give me a comparison. When you compare the hop slam to the green nineteen, what what makes the green nineteen better as far as flavor wise? Like for you, uh, I think the green nineteen is just just because it's more sessionable. I there. I mean, there's no way. I mean, a ten percent double IPA. I can't. I mean, I can have one of these and I'm good. Um, I'm on a two, a, bitch. I would be two, but I only brought one. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about you, but to me, a 10 is perfectly sessionable. Like, I don't <laughs> perfectly sessionable. <laughs> if, if I wanted something, I mean, I feel like yeah. drinking like a four below is like, I might as well just have water at that point. Um, well, you're delusional, but <laughs> I never said I wasn't. <laughs> um, a 10% double IPA is really, really good. Um, but when I can't drink, well, I, I won't say can't. I mean, obviously, I could drink another one. You guys are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I could I could spend an entire, say, a football game drinking a green 19. Green 19 after green 19 after green 19. And I like the flavor. And it's a good balance of flavor and ABV. So... That's that's kind of where I that's where I judge my IPAs against is is that one because I know I can drink it, I mean I could drink I I could drink the Green Nineteen all day long. Yeah, Green Nineteen is a six point four. Yeah. Yeah. So if I drank three Hop Slams, I mean I I would go to bed. Sounds like a good night to me. I'd say so. I think I hear a challenge. <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> no, it's very, very good. I'm I'm happy with a four rating, and that's really good for me because no, it is. Uh, you know, I I, I I as I've talked about on the show on the podcast before, anything below a three just means I'm not going to buy it again. Anything up between a three and a four means it was. Really good. I enjoyed it. I would certainly buy it again. Four and above means it was something special. So at a four means this was this was an exceptional IPA for me. Eric? I'm sticking with my four. I think it's perfect right there. It's very well balanced uh, with the hops and the dollop of honey, as they say on their website. Um, yeah, good word. <laughs> Do I sound professional saying that? Um, <laughs> no, I, I think this year is better than last year, in my opinion. Um, I, I think they really knocked out of the park this year. Yummy. Yummy. Adam? Are you an IPA guy, Eric? I, 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 I mean, I know you like porters and stouts. We've already, you've already said that. I'm just saying, like, other IPAs, you know. I definitely enjoy IPAs. There are a few releases uh, in Chicago of IPAs that I definitely have to get every single year. Half Acre has a few. Um, uh, It's funny. uh, When I drink a lot of stouts, I actually use IPAs as a palate cleanser. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. That's actually, that's a good point. If you can, if you can get between stouts, if you can get a sample pour of any IPA, it's the best. The next next stout's going to taste so much better. I was at a stout fest. Uh, Goose Island usually holds a stout fest uh, with tons of breweries and it's just stouts. Um, and last year they didn't host it just because their 
the brewery on Clybourne was under renovations. Um, I'm assuming it's going to resume this year, but we'll find out come March. Um, but I mean, 30, 40 different breweries, all stouts. We go through one brewery had a 12 pack of IPAs with them. And I had one and I was like, this is the best thing on earth because it's cleansing my palate of all these stouts. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this. Um, no, I, I, I like IPAs. Uh, I, I think they're really good beers. They're great to have, especially in summer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great for but, drinking on a boat. Oh, completely agree with that. <laughs> I'm on a boat. <laughs> um, but but they're not my favorite style but there's nothing wrong with them I, I definitely enjoy good IPAs I, I, I seek really good ones out like I said uh, Half Acre's got a few releases that I have to get every single year um, it's it's a great style of beer it's the most popular now you're the yep. higher are you a higher IBU the better guy or middle of the road middle of the road for sure higher bitterness is a lot to handle <laughs> yeah I'm the same way I think because I went to um, Tighthead Brewery, and they had a had one. I, I when I, you know, looking at, it, I'm like, okay, that's an IPA. I know, I know what to expect. And I drank, and I was like, oh wait a minute, I like this. And it's because it was about a 70 IBU, and then I had one that was a little bit less. And I liked that even more. So yeah, yeah, I'm about the same way. I am going to give it a four. Stay, stay with my four. Um, obviously, I'm having a second one here. So damn, it's good. And when I checked, I just checked mine in on Untapped. Um, and I got one, two, three, four, four badges. Look at that. Apparently, apparently, it's my untapped anniversary. Hey, look at that. And they didn't give me anything. Oh, damn man. badge. Well, they gave me something like lingerie or something. But <laughs> Apparently, um, according to my badges, I believe in IPA. <laughs> <laughs> I got the sky's the limit badge um, with the high ABV. I got the, oh, there you go, for the can. The can badge. Yep, yep. National Can Day. National Can Day, and then um, a two times level to a double when a double isn't enough. Look at that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what is your Untapped ID or whatever? Where, where can people find you on Untapped? So Twitter, all that stuff, Eric. People can find me at E Dirksen. Um, Dirksen with an E at the end, so E D I R K S E N. Is that Untapped Twitter everywhere? Um, definitely untapped. Uh, Twitter is Eric D. Dirksen. Um, and Instagram, if you want to follow along with some porch drinking posts, will be Paucity. P-A-U-C-I-T-Y. Sweet. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Chad, where can everybody find Bearded Hops? Because I'm of no mind right now. To oh, man. Give that information well, out. Bearded Hops is all over the place. Eric, thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, have you uh, enjoyed having you? The sessions uh, uh, podcast a couple weeks ago was fun too. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out, if you haven't checked out the sessions, sessions number two, sessions is like a series that we do where we just kind of get on on the internet, start talking, drinking beer. Um, Eric joined us uh, along with Jake, and that's only on our YouTube. So, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Seriously, good deal. Yeah, YouTube specialty. Uh, Bearded Hops can be found at on Twitter at Bearded Hops. Um, you can find us at our webpage, beardhops.com. <laughs> Untapped. I am what you're gone, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm usually the one doing this and just hearing him. I'm like, that's how exactly how I sound every time. Uh, we're at what's our website? Oh, yeah, we're bearded hops. What are we called? Beardedhops.com. It's bearded with like beer, not beard. Bearded you, hops. You can get to it either way, though. Yeah, you can't you can get to it either way. Uh, on untapped, I am Chadillac 907. Like the car because he doesn't like, like the, the car. Like the car, but I. <laughs> I don't. I don't like Cadillacs. <laughs> you can tell Eric listening to the podcast. He knows exactly what you're gonna say. Like the car, but I don't like the car. Like the car, but I don't like Cadillacs. I just love the name Cadillac. Cadillac nine zero seven. You can reach uh, reach me via email chat at beardhops.com. You can send Adam an email at adam at beardhops.com. Positive comments always go to Adam. Negative ones always come to me. Um. I'm I'm tall dog Face, beard. Facebook, we we're beard hop beard hops podcast on Facebook. Join us okay. there. Just just go to beardedhops.com and if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see the links for everything where you can find us on iTunes. Wait, what? That's all I had to say. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but I I really enjoyed having you say it. Also, go to beardedhops.com. Scroll down to the bottom. You'll see all the links to everything. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play. Uh, tune in radio, uh, Skitcher, all that good stuff. Um, all your favorite podcast apps. It's you all right there. You can also find us SoundCloud. If you go to the website, you can also listen to them there. Uh, you'll find the links to YouTube where you can see the sessions uh, where we did, I think it was 17 burps in the sessions to episode. So good job, guys. Yeah, that was very, it was a very nice hey, time. On iTunes, if you guys listen to us on iTunes, give us a review. Yes, yeah, would love be, to hear about it. That would be nice, too. That'd be very nice. And if you told everybody, your mom, your grandma, maybe she doesn't like beer. It doesn't matter. Grab, grab what you should really do. This is what I did this week. Grab your friends, your wife's cousins, mother's girlfriend, whatever. Grab their iPhone. Go to the podcast app and just subscribe to the Bearded Hop yeah, podcast for them. They don't need to know. It's not a big deal. They should they'll, know. They'll find out when it says they should the know. Beard Hops podcast is available. Yeah, it'll pop up. So, yeah, uh, but thanks, thanks everybody for joining us next week. Uh, Chad will be back in the frozen tundra, and we will have a proper microphone. Yes, we'll be in a hotel. That'll be good. <laughs> um, and then, will that be our next recording, or will our next recording be when you're here? No, we'll try to do one next week. I think yeah. before I come down. And then we're gonna have we're gonna have three at minimum, I think, recordings of where we're actually sitting side by side. Oh man, we're gonna have some good shit. We can reach out and touch each other. Fondling. <laughs> It'll be just like college. So much fondling going on while drinking beer. So that'll be a good time. Uh, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for joining. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, we will see you all next time. Woo! Later, everybody. Take care. Oh, Lois, thank God it's you. The last three houses I went to were very rude. Have you been drinking? Why, yes, I have. Thank you. I gotta find one of those silver scrolls. Everyone's looking for them. Why do you care so much about touring a stupid brewery? Lois, everyone has their sanctuary. The Catholics have churches, fat people have Wisconsin, and I have the Partucket Brewery.